I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics from personal stories to hot button issues. We cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday. So make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hi, welcome to Scam Wow. I'm Caitlin Brodnick. I'm your host, and we all love scams. Guys, we love scams. We love you. It's so exciting to be in here. I am thrilled and honored to be your host. Today, we have an amazing episode. We have Fume Abe, who's super hysterical. He is a comedian. He's a writer. He writes for The Late Late Show with James Corden, and he was just did his TV debut on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. He is so funny. You'll know him from the Asian Not Asian podcast, and I am a humongous fan of this podcast, guys. It's linked in our show notes. You have to check it out. And trigger warning, we talk about all kinds of stuff today. We talk about kidnapping. We talk about uh, possible, like, sad, maybe stripper prostitution things. I mean, it, it goes everywhere. But most importantly, we suddenly discover and come to terms with all of the times that he and I have been scammed in our lives. And it isn't exactly linear, but it is a conversation that gets incredibly honest. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, I wanted to give a quick shout out to our Patreon patrons. Guys, if you are um, if you want, you can follow us on Patreon at ScamWild Podcast. And I have the beginning of my interview with Fumi. It's so fun and great, but I couldn't fit it all in today's episode. So that is on Patreon. If you want to check us out there, it is super easy. And I want to say thank you, Nat, for being our new Patreon patron. And I will tell you all about my dress scam that I figured out how to succeed. Guys, 
basically the secret is PayPal. If you pay through PayPal, you can find a way to be protected. And that's all in this new Patreon episode. And also, guys, if you have a chance, I'd love for you to rate and review us online. We've had some incredibly mean comments. Someone called me trash. And so if you could take some time, if you're a fan of this podcast, and if you don't think I'm trash, um, if you could rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast, it would make a huge difference for us. It's just a little bit of your time, but it is a big difference for our jump in ratings and for other people to, who like scams or actually just like silly people making comments about scams to find us. So if you also have any scams, you can call us on our hot tip hotline because you know I love a phone call, which is 347-509-9414. Email us at scamwellpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on social. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. It gets soups personal real quick. <laughs> Enjoy. First of all, I want to say thank you so much for doing this because I am such a huge fan of Asian, not Asian podcasts. Oh, thank you. It's amazing. Yeah. And you had Randall Park on and you had Michael Caine, who I used to babysit for. And I love SJ. Like What? Oh, and like I love Natasha. Kids. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not him. Not him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a huge fan Oh, awesome. of the podcast and I know you of course you guys are doing so well you don't need any more help but I want all our listeners to like tune into your podcast as well because it's so enjoyable thank you yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I was you know researching your podcast as well looks like because there's so many comedians who have podcasts that yes. like, nobody listens to so it's no. not that well so. our friends don't listen to it our friends don't listen to no, it no but that's good our friend like are we, like we want regular listeners you know we don't want we don't want open micers listening yeah. to us yeah no we don't need our friends they have plenty of opinions no no no, no, no. No, exactly. I am. Um, and I think I we did a couple shows at um, QED together. I think so, yeah. At Brutally Honest when I had that show with May Wilkerson. Oh, my God. She lives here now, yeah, right? She lives in she LA, does. I think. Okay. This is the week, guys. We are talking about how we as human beings who are pretty okay street smarts, we're not like, you know, cult members right now. We, we have ourselves gotten scammed. And guys, I think... I've had a week of loneliness and that brought me to incredible, an incredible amount of scams. I will start with like a lighter one. Sure. And this is like a, this is like a classic New York scam, which I didn't really know about. And I didn't really experience it myself until maybe like 2019. I've mm -hmm. been living in New York since 2012. So it's, it had been like, I felt, I truly felt like a New Yorker when this happened. Yeah. And I was able to get out of it. Okay. I'm not I'm not sure that I could have gotten out of it if I was new to New York. Brand new, yeah. I don't know if this ever happened to you, but basically I I used to live in uh, Crown Heights in Brooklyn. I was walking towards the subway. I see this man. Actually, I don't even see him. I guess this guy was walking towards my direction holding two bags of what apparently were liquor bottles. Okay. And he bumped into me. Um, I was also walking kind of fast. He bumped into me. I had my headphones on. I bump into people all the time in New right. York City. I was just like, it's oh, sorry, man. Kept walking. What happened is when I bumped into him, he dropped his bag and pretended to... He, the, 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 all the liquor bottles had shattered, <gasps> right? And he blamed it on me. So he's standing there making a huge scene. Oh. Like he's cursing at me. But mm -hmm. I have my headphones on. So I like legit did not hear him. And I, I just like that. walked all the way to the subway. He chased me. <gasps> he's like, brother, what's going on, man? He's like, you just bumped into me. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I, I, I didn't see, I wasn't looking at where I was going. And he's like, yeah, I dropped my stuff though, man. Come check it out. And I was like, okay, whatever. I go there and he's like, oh no. It's, it's completely acting. He's like, yeah. oh no, look what <laughs> happened. And there's like a Jack, you know, bottle of Jack in there you know tequila like all kinds of expensive alcohol and it's just like shattered right but right. like 
clearly like he found this somewhere it's been on the shattered street. yeah yeah it's been shattered um and and um he's do? like i got and he was like i got the receipt right here and i'm like okay cool and he's like yeah that's gonna be like 80 dollars, man which like it that's <gasps> wow. not like it would have been more i think <laughs> you know what i mean like he was lowballing to see if you keep talking to him probably exactly exactly so i was standing there and i think a lot of times when you're being scammed you like deep down know you're being scammed yes. but it's sometimes when somebody asks you to do something you just kind of do you know what i mean yes. like you, you fall into this like trance almost it's like a mind game and so i'm sitting there like i know this is a scam but i'm looking around he, he has made a scene so everybody's kind of looking at me this is also a neighborhood of you know probably uh black and caribbean people mm -hmm. and you know i didn't want to like if if i did legitimately break somebody's thing i'm happy to right you don't want to create them for a disturbance it. yeah and i was like oh my god like is this on like twitter right now yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what course. i mean like am i about to get canceled yeah that's a genuine feeling 100 <laughs> percent. and i also like I I never heard of the scam, you know. Okay. Even though in in when I if you Google this, it just, it like there's so many things that pop up. Is it? I haven't either. I mean, I would have, I probably would have figured it out, but no, I haven't heard of this before. I guess this is more common around like Times Square. Okay. Um, but anyway, so something happened in me where I was just like, no, I'm not falling for it. So I just said, fuck you, man. <gasps> I just left. <laughs> That's and great. I just walked away. And I just prayed to God he didn't chase me yeah, and yeah, I didn't yeah, get into like up. a physical altercation. But like he didn't he didn't chase me or anything like that. Wow. Uh, That's amazing. Yeah. But that I I feel like had that happened two, three years before that, I would have fallen for it one hundred percent. Like oh I would have been like, Can I give you MO or he would have been like he would have followed me to the bank or something. Oh my God, you're reminding me of when I almost got kidnapped. I'm What's sorry. that? <laughs> By the way, Kayla, that is not a scam. That is straight up crime. I know. Uh, but I a lot of these things you're mentioning, you should report to the police. These, these are not like, ooh, like a fun New York scam. No, like your I'm life sorry, is at danger. It's not funny. It's not funny, but it's now looking back at it, I was, it was when I was new to New York City. I graduated from college. I just wanted to live in New York. I wanted to live with my boyfriend. And I was visiting a great aunt whose kids I was going to babysit for. And I, the person probably would have kidnapped me, but I think there was a bigger scam that he wanted to first get money from me. Um, I was walking in Penn Station, and this is dark and it is terrifying, but a PSA for anybody. I was walking in Penn Station, probably staring at everything. Like when you're a tourist, you stare at everything. You try not mm -hmm. to and you try to look cool. But if you are a local, whatever city you're from, you're used to seeing a tourist like kind of look up at something and then like sneak their head. Down. It's like when guys like pretend they're not looking at you and they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, mm, yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. looking at that gutter over there. And you're like, you're not looking at a gutter. You're checking my ass. It's fine. Like, just admit it. You know, I told my husband once, he was like, you guys know we do that? I was like, yes, of course we <laughs> you, do. You guys know we're, we're not into gutters? Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't care about that uh, weird parrot. I'm like, no. And there was no parrot. Like, what are you talking about? But no, was, when we first dated, it cracked me up. But so I was Look, sure looking around and somebody ran up to me and said, can you help me? My son is in the hospital in Israel. So they're obviously like, there's a Jew. And um, he mm -hmm, was like, mm -hmm. my son's in the hospital in Israel and he needs this medicine. He can't get it here. And the guy came up so flustered and nervous. And I thought it was shady, but he kept saying, stuff about Israel and Judaism. And my Bubby had just died. And my Bubby was like the closest person in the world to me. She's my number one. And we were 
two piece in a pod and it like at, at the cost of everyone else. It would be like Katie and Bubby mm-hmm. are together. Like you can, you guys aren't really existing without them. So I had this like nervous feeling, which I think is also a scam of like, she's trying to talk to me from the great beyond, which I think, you know, I was just so nervous. I thought somebody, if she was, I don't think she would have sent like a hysteric middle-aged man in like, you know, tight fitting pants to talk to me about his son in Israel. So he was said to me, you know, why don't you come with me. I have a payphone. I need to send him some money. It's just a little bit of money, but I don't, and I, I was so upset and so flustered. And he kept saying like, you have to come with me, come. And I was like, can I talk to you in the station? He was like, no, out of Penn station. We have to get out of the station together, up this escalator. And I felt like so scared. And I started to step like on the beginning of the escalator, really like, oh my God, this person's son is dying. Like very worked out. I think I was actually earlier, I think I was still in college. I think I was like 18 or 19. And this mom and a baby stroller goes, ma'am, are you okay to me? And it like bursts me out of it. I was like, this woman sees that this is shady. A stranger is flustering me. I'm too young. Like I have many suitcases. I'm by myself. And at that moment I like stopped and I was like, and I said to him, leave me alone. I am not get away from me. And he went, okay, okay, okay. And ran away, like sprinted. And the woman, and I kind of, I think I started crying. I don't know, but the woman was like, are you okay? And she was just, I just this blonde woman with a little boy with their own luggage. And she just looked at me like, something's not right. That was real shady. What was like, do you, do you know what this, like, was he trying to kidnap you? Did you have valuables and you want your suitcases? Like, I think it, it felt like a kidnapping. <laughs> Guys, this is so dark. <laughs> I'm like, welcome one of my favorite comedians. It was a joy. <laughs> Let me talk about my almost kidnapping. I think it was <laughs> kidnapping, but also that maybe if they didn't get to the kidnapping stage, he would have had me like give my credit card number or call my parents and give their credit uh... card number. So I think it was more of like a money thing. Now that I know more about scams, he kept talking yeah. about money for his son's medicine in Israel. So. Uh, now that I know a person doesn't, oh, my husband's texting me. You're screaming. Okay. Well, yeah. Sorry. It's not every day you talk about kidnapping. Um, so. <laughs> I love that somebody's telling you to shut up on your own podcast. It's really. No, we just... have this, my son's in the next room who I just woke up and it's not great. Uh, okay. So now looking back at it, I realized that what he was frantic about was money for his son. So it wasn't that his son was in the van and could I help his son? It was that he had to get money to his son. So now looking back, the fact that he targeted me, a young woman by myself, that another woman had her spidey sense with Mm. her son and looked at me like, girl, I don't think this is safe. And that he ran away, like the speed at which he ran away spelled out pervert, you know? And then I called my whole family and I was like, God, like a lot of things, a lot of creepy things happened to me when I was a young girl because I wanted, I knew that there were a lot of mean people in the world. I didn't want to be a mean person, but I was also mm-hmm. like a blonde hair girl with big boobs. <laughs> like I also probably Shouts. looked Shouts. really easy. You know, like I probably, <laughs> they're probably like this slut, she's fun, but I was just trying to be nice. Wow. So, right, right. Right. So now looking back at that, if somebody comes up to you and says, you know, uh, I have an emergency, my son's in a hospital, they should probably go find like an adult probably or like right. a lawyer or like somebody 
Yes. <laughs> not um, you're a young person. <laughs> this reminds me, speaking of old people scams, yeah. this, this is an international scam for you. I don't know if you guys do international scams. Yes, of course. But this was a huge problem in Japan for a while. Mm. I think this already, you know how scams like, once it makes the news and people know it's a thing, people stop doing it. They fizzle it out a now. little, yeah. Right. This is probably like mid-2000s, maybe late 2000s. Um, it was called the It's Me, It's Me scam. And basically, <gasps> people, oh. just random people would call old people. Like, they would look oh. up old people on the yes. phone book in Japan and pretend to be like their grandson or something. Oh, they'd be like, God. hey, it's me, it's me. And they'd be like, oh, are you? And then they insert name, oh. whatever. And, and they're like, yeah, 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 that's me. And they're like, I just got in a car accident. I don't have money to pay <gasps> for it. Can you forward, can you wire some money onto this? And old people, a lot of old people would do that. They did. Because my grandmother lot, said yeah. that somebody called her. I just was talking to her about it, and she said that somebody did that for her. That's crazy. <laughs> no, she was, she, she was just like, uh, my kids know how to ask me for money. Like, it was somebody, like, they do, like, are very sweet, and they give us, like, birthday card, you know, money and stuff like that. Yeah, so she was yeah. just like, nah, I'd hear from their parent. You know, I'd, I'd hear from another person besides them. They wouldn't call me directly because we don't have, sure. we're too embarrassed to ask her directly. <laughs> But we really appreciate yeah, those yeah, Christmas yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> do, you, do you feel like with scams, okay, so like I think the first couple of examples we gave are like we were just being innocent. Yes, and a scam yes. came to us. Have you ever experienced something where like you wanted something? Yes. You know, and you got scammed. Like, I don't know, some, something as simple as like you wanted to go to a concert and you wanted to get tickets a certain way and, I, and you did it this weird way and you got scammed. Or like, you know, because I feel sometimes when you have a goal, yes. that's when you're like more blind to these like spidey senses, I think. Yes. Um, and that can get really dangerous. I just had that to myself. <laughs> yeah. I just said it to myself. So, you just had. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I am a, <laughs> I'm a alcoholic, former alcoholic. I'm sober. And I am somebody who my mom calls an excitable girl. Like I can get mm -hmm. very excited for things and kind of like mm -hmm. jump into it with all the fun. And sure. it turns out that like auctions are catnip for me. Like the idea of auctions. Compet competing with somebody because I'm very competitive money, like getting a present at the end of it. And then this addictive person personality side that I have, like an auction to me is deadly. Like I suddenly mm -hmm. the person is my enemy and I'm going to fucking get that piece of cake <laughs> that we're auctioning for. It was like Princess Diana's cake or whatever it is. Wow. So I did this to myself, Fumi. I Goodwill.com and shout out to Goodwill.com. So the incredible prices that are at Goodwill and like Salvation Army, Goodwill.com has an online auction 24 hours a day. So all these different okay. goodwills all over the country. So Georgia, you have Oregon, you have Texas will put up their stuff that they're trying to sell online. They have a starting bid and then you have 10 to 12 days to bid on it. Okay. Sometimes three okay. days. And so you'll go on, you'll just look at auctions and some of it is incredible. Some of it is like box of costume jewelry and you could find real turquoise in there or real gold, like things kind of mashed together or a collection of coach purses, like things that actually are pretty mm. valuable that either the Goodwill themselves don't have the time or care to, or it's Goodwill. So they're not going to, it's going to a charity. So they're not trying to make tons of money like mm -hmm. an eBay seller would. So mm -hmm. I saw some of these paintings and I thought, oh my God, I can resell this. First of all, I wanted a beautiful painting for my house because I love old timey paintings and I don't believe in <laughs> spending full price for paintings because the artist is dead. It's a whole thing. I have like a, this whole opinion about art. Um, 
the artist is dead. Who cares? Why are you making me spend so much money? So I was trying to get a deal on an auction painting. So I mm-hmm. started going, if you put in a bid for Goodwill, like let's say, so there, for example, there's a painting and it's $20, somebody bid. If you put in $21, if that person has already, you can bid as much as you want on a painting. So that person probably already bid $40. So they have that painting on lock till $40. So if I bid 21, they'll automatically go to 22. And then if I bid 23, so they'll automatically go up until they hit 40. And then that person will have to mechanically, you know, put it in themselves. So it's a way you can kind of walk away from your computer and bid your highest. When you you say they, you mean somebody else or you you mean the program will just up it by one? I'm sorry, the program will up it by one. They, the person bidding, can put in their highest bid. So let's say their highest bid is they think this painting's really worth $65 or they've Googled it and they'll resell it. Or there's somebody who's just a fan of this funky flower. They'll Mm -hmm. say, it's only worth 45 to me because I'll pay some shipping and and I don't want to pay more than that on a painting. So they can leave their computer. And then this the computer system of Goodwill will automatically keep one-upping you until it gets to that threshold. They're, it's a nice wow. system. They're not going to charge you at 40. It's not like when you go into eBay and you just throw in your dollar, they'll take you at that and then keep going higher. So mm-hmm. I didn't realize this at first. And I am it's, it's at $20. And somebody, I put in for a painting. And this painting, I swear to God, took my breath away. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so beautiful. I thought it was so special. I was like, this is incredible. And also I want it in my house and I could resell it. Like so many exciting things. I have the fuel and fire of like a thousand suns. And this was the week of the bachelorette week where I'm already like feeling it. And I'm like, I'm going okay. to get back my online buying. Like I'm going to get back at this. So okay. then I put in, and I didn't realize the automatic system yet. So I put in 20 and it gave me 21. I put in 22, it gave me 23. And I was like, then I became angry and was fighting against this invisible character in my head. So I put in, I was like, what, do you have to just put in the highest number and then that's it? So for me, I put in a hundred dollars from 20, which is quite the jump and nobody else bid on it since <laughs> not a single person and then you got it and then, you got and it. then i got it for $100 and the painting came and it is garbage it, it was shit it was shit <laughs> and i took a picture of it to send to somebody and it looks better on film like it looks better through my mm. digital phone yeah. lens yeah. like it actually the painting catfished me itself and then I tried to find like the artist signature. It's some bitch. Who knows? Like it's not anybody special. Nothing famous. I put up the painting for like maybe 40 bucks on eBay. Not a single soul. I can't get wow. rid of this painting. It's huge. And it's right here. <laughs> Let me see. It's still in the box. I got really upset. I couldn't oh, look it's in at the it. Box. I couldn't okay, look okay, at okay, it okay, anymore. Okay, okay. I'll send it to you. Um, wait, I'm sorry. So like the one up yeah. autom- automated thing. A, a, is that legal? B, when was that going to stop? I think it was going to stop until that person, until it hit that person. That person might have put $25. So I was going with this person. And so for me, instead of saying, okay, 26, I got really pissed off. And I was like, what does it take? Like $100. So I put in 100 because I was like, I'm going to get this incredible painting. And then that person was like, no, it's not worth $100. And they 
I got that's, it for that, I feel like um, that's a real scam because it's a real scam. But also, because I did a lot it. of people don't know about the algorithm or no, like the system. You wouldn't that's, know. That, that, I don't know how that's fucking legal. That sounds crazy to me. It, and it's incredibly frustrating. And then if you have somebody like me that is like, once I get started, like I can't, I really can't stop. Like it's there's some things where I'm like, okay, you know, if I have, I'll never do coke. I, I don't even. I didn't really know you, and I don't now think you did. I'm learning so much, and it is just not who I thought you were. And this you is know, amazing. That's okay. I know you probably know me. From my breast cancer prevention stuff because like, yes, I don't want anyone to die of breast cancer, but also there's a lot of crazy shit in my life. Um, but yeah, so I, uh, I, um, yeah. So then I realized like I'm super like addictive personality. And I had explained to my husband, I may or may not be getting a hundred dollar painting. It's, oh my God. And I hope you're not mad at me. And so then, so this is the thing. <laughs> We're going to really embarrassing right here. It wasn't just the $100 painting I bid on. On that evening, I think my husband was out. It's just like the big, right where we could go out during COVID, like a couple months ago when it was still okay. safe. And he and okay. I have been with each other all the time. So he was out having fun for the first time with a friend and I was so happy for him. Yeah, I had the yeah. house to myself. I was like, I'm going to go to bed early. Instead, yeah. I got sucked <laughs> in. I won basically nothing except this piece of shit. And then- <laughs> I won two things. The other painting I got for $23 and I went online and it's valued at $2,500. Oh, okay. So that's huge. So that's cool. But now I that's have huge. like stage fright and I won't, I haven't even opened that painting yet because it's the actual good expensive one. And I just was like, I wanted to get rid of the shit one that I conned myself on. Get that out. Sell that to some other idiot and, you know, not con them, but be like, it's not for me if you like it. Please. Wait, no, Caitlin, you already made up for the. I, but the I haven't one. sold it yet. The nice so just, one. I'm like, I have like a fear of it. I don't even want to take it out of the box. I'm like, this is so. No, sell, nice. sell that and then throw away your other one. I, you're right. Or I'll like. You dip don't have it. to. You don't. You don't have to scam somybody else. No, not the, the, scam, sorry. the scam stops with you. Okay, right. <laughs> stop the scam. <laughs> you gotta stop the scam. You know what? I, I realize you're right. Scam wow. It's not a podcast about scams. It's just you guys are the scammers. You're scamming. We, you're scamming other. We people. are scamming other people. We do. <laughs> no, we do. If you've heard on our very early episodes, we we're like, hi. We have figured out a lot of scams. We love. Scams. We're fans of scams. We're scam fans. Sure, sure. And sure. we can appreciate it. I guess I didn't want to scam somebody else. I just wanted them to like the painting. What I really wanted was somebody else to like the painting and say like, this is worth it and not a fucking soul agrees. Mm, <laughs> it's mm. like a crap Bob Ross painting. It's really bad. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's like knowing that you have bad taste is worse than losing $100. It is really is. It really is. And it was like, I was just, yeah, so I guess not scam them, but hoping that somebody else would go like, you know what, this is worth it. And to them, it is worth it. But it turns out mm. it wasn't even worth it to that other seller. It wasn't worth it to Goodwill. And it was worth it to me. And I was the idiot in that. So there's wow. the fancy painting I am afraid to touch. And I, I think I'm going to let it sit for another week because I can't even deal with what if it arrives and it's- Well, you need to make, you need to make sure it's a, it's, you got the real- item right item because what if you open it oh, and it's just right. like you know a playboy i can't even go there. Like some, something <laughs> really like some random like you know some budweiser flag or something I can't you even know go there i can't even go there because more scams happened that week for me and there's just so many <laughs> insane things wow. happening that it really took my self-esteem if you're just fans of scams i would assume it means you've been scammed you know like you I can hope. relate to the audience that way yeah also this there's the other thing that happens when you get scammed 
like that's like a you know that's on you that yeah, one but that's like, what it you know, was yeah you asked but, but for example like if you had never you know um you know like the kidnapping story yeah. or the one about the the bag full of alcohol bottles um if you fall for scams like that you deal with a lot of like just a mental sort of toll yeah you know what i mean like you you get sort of you feel very bad for mm-hmm. like a long time mm-hmm. and it's that was what's so interesting. Like, I think the biggest scam I've ever experienced after I went through that, I had expressed, I had like felt this feeling that I've never felt. It's an emotion that you don't yeah, really yeah. feel on an everyday basis because hopefully people aren't trying to like get you every day, you know, right, but right. like it's, um, it sucks. It really, it sucks. really sucks. And I feel like this is one of the only places where you can get uh, some sort of, you know, find some sort of solace. So yes. I think you're doing a great job is all I'm trying to say. <laughs> Thank I think you. you're doing a great job. Well, we we have said that, that like a lot of people, we've had guests that were scheduled and then they cancel last minute because they want to talk about a scam of their father or grandparent. And then they are really afraid of embarrassing that person or that their family member doesn't actually want to talk about it. Oh, wow. And so there's this deep sort of other, like you're talking about like grandparents, there's this family connection feeling that you know your grandparent is incredible. Maybe they served in a war or multiple wars, you know, like maybe they're this incredible hero to you. But at that moment, they felt they got taken advantage of or felt weak and then felt a weakness and then share that with you. And it's also this sort of family shame. So you feel so terrible. Mm. I had a a friend that was going to come on and then he scheduled twice and then canceled because he said to me, I actually can't (gasps) do this to my family. And I was like, wow. oh, we, don't, we would never, we're not here to make fun of it. Like we're here to support you and to make fun of the con artist and to make fun of the situation, how insane life is. We would never want to hurt him. But I still think that he felt that it was a disservice to his family, which was. That's crazy. You know, that makes a lot of sense. So this is not a scam that happened to me, but like my, my, my two friends, I went to Vegas with my two high school friends, like, I don't know, three weeks ago. Yeah. And they got scammed, and oh, after I, I, but I didn't go. They got scammed at a strip club, and I didn't. I didn't go because I had to wake up early and record the podcast. So comedy hey. saved me. <laughs> comedy but, saved uh, you. Comedy saved me, but I didn't go. But when they came back, like you know, they told me to. I mean, I'm happy to tell the story, but like mm-hmm. they just looked so. He used the word defeated. Yes. And they like he, one of the guys ended up like flying home a day early. Wow. Like he just didn't want to be. He took so much shame, and it was interesting <sighs> because I was like. Oh, but it's not your fault. Like these no. are these are organizations and and professional con artists at play. And you know, companies, it's not your fault. yeah, and it's companies. An it's company not your fault. It. But yeah. but it's but to your point when you when you mentioned the thing about oh you feel weak or as a man you know yes. you're just you're you're supposed to be responsible or whatever it is and in that moment you get completely fucked and yeah it's like uh, seeing it from an outsider's perspective it was really eye opening for me. I was like wow he looks sad is not the right word. It's just like embarrassed yes. and defeated and it's yes. uh like, i didn't and that, that's interesting you shared that thing about your guest canceling because yeah. um, it, it, it was just it completely ruined the trip completely ruined I, the com- trip. I see that because also that person you're going to a place like vegas that is a place of chance and excitement and sort of chaos yeah. and your idea is always like i'll win this or maybe i can get something over and then when you are just so thoroughly got by either the casino somebody else or like the strip club because I heard on your episode um whatever the situation is oh yes 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 yes, I was like yeah I was listening like oh my god I can't wait to talk about it but whatever it is you then did lose against Vegas and you were the obvious loser of that situation even if it was unjust and it's really hard to 
not feel awful and then not have that completely destroy your mood or your self-esteem yeah. or your self-worth yeah. or your challenge against chance. It's like, I'm not going to take any risks. I'm not going to go to the riskiest city and play a single slot machine because I got real screwed real early. Yeah. 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 That's. I, I feel like, you know, for me, and I think a lot of my friends, um, you know, masculinity is not really... Uh, an issue, mm -hmm, we're not very mm -hmm. toxic. You know, mm -hmm, if somebody mm -hmm. says that I'm, I'm running my pants are too tight or I look like BTS. I'm like, I don't care. That's, That's awesome. A you know, <laughs> Thank I was like, you. you know what I mean? I think I think a lot of men f uh, don't feel that way. They're like, mm -hmm. oh no, I, I, I want to be hard, but right, like right. that. But but the thing is with the scam thing, it's a whole different level. It like gets everybody of every everyone. gender of every sexual orientation. Like Completely. it gets everyone equally, and it's a, such a such a power thing. I'm happy to. I mean, like. I'm happy to share my scam story. It's like, it's kind of scary. And okay. um, I've only ever twice, probably told it once on my podcast. I did actually, I did like a storytelling show and I did it. So mm -hmm. basically I was like, I think I just graduated from college mm -hmm. and um, I was in Japan. I wanted to go to Japan and see my family before I started working again. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know, I'm, I'm super young, right? Mm -hmm. Or I, maybe I was still in college. I was like 21 or 22. I'm, I'm very young. Yeah. And my grandmother, um, you know, she gave me some money for graduating college. Mm -hmm. She gave me like a thousand dollars. And we're, we don't come from money. So that was like a very, a big, very big deal. deal. No matter what, it's and a big she, deal. She was like, go, go travel around Japan. Like go enjoy yourself. And I was like, I went to Japan with my mom, but like we were kind of traveling separately because I wanted to like, you know, yeah, I was like, you I don't want, hang you're out with young. your mom. No, you gotta. Yeah. And I like took the bullet train. I was going all over the country and it was like really fun. And when I was like, I don't remember what, maybe it was in Osaka or something. Like I was like somewhere and um, I was walking around at night. There was like kind of like a red, red light district in Japan, yeah. but like prostitution is illegal, but there's like other things to do there. Like, I mean, there's, there's like karaoke like at the red light district. Yeah. Gambling, there's all kinds of stuff. And there's also this thing called, um, in a lot of Asian cultures, there's this thing called the hostess bar. Have you heard of the hostess bar? No, 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 no. Hostess bar is probably... It's like the mildest form of prostitution, which okay. is they like you basically pay girls to flirt with you. That's it. They, oh, they cannot okay. you cannot touch you. They you just you, it looks like a bar. Okay, and then it, it's for like old men who like their wives hate them Forget and their, their kids yeah, hate yes. them. Yeah, just have compliments. And they just want to be told that they are funny or something. Yeah. You know, that's kind of what. Don't it's we for. all? And I and I and I always knew this was like a, a big part of like adult Japanese culture okay now whether i agree with if it's good or if it's bad or whatever it is that's a separate no it doesn't matter but you knew that that was being an adult yes. in a way and and i've always had this weird complex about like how because i moved to the states when i was eight years old mm -hmm. and so like i speak the language and everything but i'm just like man i never like got to grow up in japan i never yeah. got to get drunk with my friends in japan i never like got to fall in love in japan and yeah. there was this there's always this part of me that's just like oh I, I wish i could like be more part of the japanese of course i don't know narrative of course. Uh, whatever whatever it means you know yeah. um and so i was like maybe i'll go to one of these things because i've heard so much about it and maybe it'll be funny you yeah. know and uh hey i'll, I'll like flirt with some Try japanese girls you're young who cares Do yeah you and it's like you're just flirting it's no big deal mm -hmm. and so and i and i had heard so they actually exist in New York, which is probably illegal. Oh. So I, I knew about it in New York, and and then I knew that they were a lot cheaper in Japan because there are more there's more supply. Yeah. So I'm walking around, and I don't even know where to go because I I'm not from there. I'm not even from Osaka, mm -hmm. and I, I don't know where I'm going. But I know it's around here. I can feel it in the energy, right? So I'm walking around, and there's like a there's like a guy with a clipboard um, talking to random people in the street, and he works for like 
various organizations in that neighborhood. Like a comedy club guy in Times Square, <laughs> like works for he, five he's, different he's, bar- he's, he's barking, yeah. he's barking yeah. for like the red light district yeah. stuff, right? So he's talking to me. And by the way, rule number one, if you ever want to do that kind of stuff in a different country, no matter where, what level it is, like you don't ever talk to anybody on the street. That's like, no, that's like no, a huge no-no. No, no. You never talk to anybody on the anybody street. Anybody with a clipboard is just like you a just wolf. Don't talk to just them. run yes. away. <laughs> My husband did do that for one oh, summer really? in Times Square and it killed his spirit and he never did it again. He still, I think, has flashbacks to it. Wow. He did not like it, but he got kind of duped into doing it, thinking it was an OK job. And then it was the most upsetting, depressing thing. And he said for he could sure. never sell. He was like, I don't know. Go if you want to go. <laughs> I sold comedy tickets for a long time. Right. When I, first started. I, I, I know the feeling. I mean, he didn't bark for the prostitute district. He wasn't in the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right. So just, just to for, make it clear. Just to make it clear, was, it was for not, comedy in Times Square when was he was comedy, 18. Yes. Okay. And, I was also, and I was also trying to go to this like hostess thing, right. which is like, if you Google it, it's very common. So anyways, okay. I'm talking to this guy and he's like, oh, you know, what kind of girls are you into or whatever? Because I guess over there you can like choose like oh, yeah, the, I'm theme, sure. the theme. I'm sure. They have like one for like MILFs or something. Thing, you know, and choose your own adventure. You're showing pictures, and I'm like, I don't know, just like the the, the just this is fine. Like, the, give me give me the classic, whatever, the basic one, yeah. basic option or whatever. <laughs> so he's like, okay, cool. So he's like, I'm gonna take you to this place. So we walk, we approach this like shady ass building. We go up this <laughs> elevator, and he takes me to this like cl- clearly like an office building that's wow. been that's been turned into a some sort of like weird bar. Yes. And I'm again, I'm like so young. I'm like 21. Oh, I'm so scared. Of course. But kind of excited in a way because I was like, ooh, like maybe and it's like, a new this experience is what... and you're on your own. Exactly. I'm like, this is adulthood, baby. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like there. I'm cashing in my adulthood check. <laughs> this guy's like, okay, um, so it'll be two hundred dollars for um like the hour and you get unlimited alcohol. And I'm like, okay, that, that sounds like a fair yeah. deal. So again, I you know, I have a thousand dollars in my yeah. pocket. So I gave him two hundred dollars, right? And uh then I go in. You know, it's it's um it was a lot of foreign women mm-hmm. and uh there are foreign women in Japan, but like I think same thing in America, like there was, you know, it's like uh, foreign as in like they didn't even really speak Japanese. Right. You know it I mean? was a different feeling than you were expecting. Yeah. And I was like, oh, was like atmosphere. this, like something else might be happening. You know what I mean? The problem oh, yeah. wasn't that this lady yeah. wasn't Japanese. It was just like clearly like no one here is Japanese. Like, is there some something weird, yes. legal kind of yes. happening? Yeah. So I get really, really scared. I'm like, now I'm thinking like, oh my God, like were these women like trafficked or like, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm just like, well, good for you for thinking that you don't just blindly go into it and they're like, Hey, titties. Like you're actually yeah. like this, your spidey sense did turn on immediately. That's very, well, it was, it was awesome. like, because I had an image of what it would be yeah. like and it wasn't, it was so far from that. And I got like really scared. And obviously when you do anything in like the vice industries, there's yeah, always there's like something. the mafia involved or whatever. Yeah. There's always like somebody bad involved, you know, yeah. like even trip clubs in New York city, a lot of them are run by like Russian mobs. It's just the way it is. Yeah. And so I'm scared. I'm there for like, I order a fucking Sprite. I'm sitting course, there. Good for you. I'm sitting there and I'm there for about 10 minutes. And I'm like, okay, I need to go. Like, I'm fucking, this is so weird. I don't know what's going to happen to me. Um, I don't even know this part of town. God, I'm sorry. So yeah. I get up and I'm like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. And so I try to leave. They're like, oh, where are you going? And I'm like, oh, I'm Oof. leaving. Uh, and they're like, well, you haven't paid yet. And I was like, oh, no, I paid you guys um, 200 bucks at the door, remember? Yeah. And they're like, we don't know, we don't know that guy. <gasps> so the barker is in on it. <gasps> and, he, and technically, I paid him outside the venue, <gasps> I guess. Yeah. So he's like, we don't know that guy. And sure, I could, maybe if I was older, I would have like tried to 
you know, yeah. run my mouth a little bit. Yeah. But like, you were intimidated too. Like, I was like, wow, I'm being scammed. Yeah. And but but scammed not in the way of like. There's nothing I can do because uh, this is not in public. Right. I, I'm in a foreign country. Right. Like it's just like everything. Everything is is working against me. Yeah. Right? So then I'm like, wow. Uh, okay. So how much is it? And they were like, six hundred dollars. <gasps> I literally I was just sitting there for like ten minutes. No. And I'm like, there's no way six hundred dollars. Yeah. So I because I grew up in America. Uh, I just have this like, or like I've been living in New York. I have this like, fuck you attitude. Yeah, like, great. Make, make me mad. So I was like, no. And I was like, I started like walking away. And then I don't know why these like two huge like <gasps> Jamaican bouncers. Came, I don't even I'm know so where they nervous. came from. <laughs> oh my God. These huge Jamaican bouncers came out. Okay. They come out and I'm like, okay, they were three times my size. Yeah. Like, and, I, and, and like, there are a lot of like Jamaican people in Tokyo or like in Japan for some reason. I, I don't know what their story is, oh, but cool. they're there. Yeah. I was like, okay, like I'm not. Kind of clearly, I'm not gonna like Beat risk these my guys. Kind of physical well being. <laughs> yeah. Right? So I just give them the money and I like rush out and I'm like shaking. Of I'm shaking. Oh my god. So much. And then uh, when I leave the building, I'm like running and there's another guy with a clipboard outside the building from for like another place and he's like, "Where are you going?" And I'm like, uh, I was like, "I'm going home." And he saw that I came out of this one building. He's like, oh, you went there? Nah, man, that place is a scam. You got to come to my place. My, no, my, no, no, my no, place. no, 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 And I was like, too, I was like, no, 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 no. And I was no like, way. I'm like crying. I'm like so scared. I would. So I like just, I just like went, I went back to my hotel. And then, and then I was just, and I couldn't shake off this feeling for like maybe a week. I was yeah. truly so scared of like, I think like having felt de defeated, could have possibly gotten involved with some mob Something situation. Something you deeply don't agree Dude, with. Yeah, it was crazy. God. It was crazy. Because also, you're you're a kid who doesn't want to go to a place where people are nice and flirty. It seems like you're going to like a Baywatch party. Like it just seems like something like easy yeah. and light. And then you go in there and you're like, okay, this is something that I have been warned about that I don't agree. Yeah. And this is a level I'm not ready to go in. And then also, there's physical intimidation. That's a whole different thing. There's one thing yeah. about just like adult intimidation of somebody being like, well, this is how the world is. And you don't know, little kid. And you're kind of like nervous about that, trying to like stand up for that. But then you physically have two huge people come at you. That's so intimidating. Yeah. And no yeah. one in your it corner was, uh, at that time, you weren't even with a friend to be like, isn't this shitty? Yeah. It was really, really scary. Um, that's probably like the biggest scam I've experienced like financially. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm yeah. glad though, because in that it's not, you didn't lose thousands and thousands. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that's as far as you went financially. You didn't go any further. But you know what? I felt, I also felt guilty because it was like my grandma's money. You know of what I mean? Of course. And of it was course. just like this, like this graduation gift. Oh. And I'm like, God, I'm so fucking stupid. I gave know? so much like, of my grandma's money away to my first boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> my first boyfriend, I bought clothes. I bought a grill and I think he likes men. And it was just like, I was. Wait, was it a scam boyfriend or was this real? I Well, I think. He, that's a thing. No, you know, I know. Who, but I yeah. think he was not comfortable admitting that he was gay or liked male attention. And so mm. I was just there and, you know, whatever. And I like gave him so much love and attention. It's so much of my family's mm. money that was for my graduation. But I was like, look, it's going to come back to me. We're going to get married, babe. Like I was just so in love and so ready to be in love. And then yeah. he was like, I don't think I ever really loved you after I had spent wow. all this money on him, like thousands of dollars. Just wow. so immature. Love is a scam. Love that's, is a that's scam. A, love's a scam. Wow.
Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. But you know, I will say though that like that experience as terrifying as it is. And I don't want that on anyone. I don't wish that on anybody that I know and love and wouldn't want anyone to experience it. But I do know for myself that when I have one of those terrifying experiences, I learn tons from it. Yes. I I am so much tougher from it. There is Another thing now I'm remembering, Fumi, you're bringing me back to all my creepy things. Um, <laughs> I remember <laughs> I remember we graduated high school and my best friend and I went to Canada because we wanted to go to Europe. And my parents were like, no, because we took French. And they're like, you can go to Canada where they speak French. And we went to Toronto where they don't even speak French, but we didn't know because we were very dumb, dumb children. And <clears throat> we go to this nightclub in Canada and we start dancing with these guys. And I like I was such a late bloomer. I had my first kiss after I graduated from high school. Like it was mm-hmm, embarrassing mm-hmm. how late I was. I, or I felt embarrassed at the time. Who cares? But um, then afterwards, they were asking us all these questions. And Abby, my friend, went to go hook up with a guy. And I went back to the hotel room and I called my parents and I was like, I'm in love. I'm in love. I had my <gasps> first kiss. Like I, my family's like an oversharing family. And wow. so I was just talking to like my it's really embarrassing. I like called my aunt who was like my like spirit animal. Like she was just like a what? very like my aunt was very much living vicariously through me. And so I always wanted to be this like incredible femme fatale that she thought I could be and never was. So I called her and I was like, you're not going to believe it. Mm-hmm. I was in Canada and I kissed a boy. And I was just like, I'm what? living it up. <laughs> so embarrassing. Wow. The whole night was over wow. by 930. And then my dad gets on the phone and goes like, Kate, um, 
how much did you tell these guys? What did you say? And I was like, I don't know, dad. I'm in love. I had my first kiss. I'm living it up. I'm a woman. I have lip gloss that's incredible. Like I just like, I felt like <laughs> on top of the world. And he's like, do they know your hotel room? Do they know your hotel? I was like, I don't know, dad. I can't think of the things I, after like, I didn't tell them, but I had one sex on the beach and was like wasted out of my mind because I also was sure, a late sure. drinker. So we hang up and I'm like, my dad's such a buzzkill. The hotel clerk calls me from downstairs and goes, Caitlin, um, don't worry. Your dad gave us a call and let us know. And the gentleman did come in and ask for you and, and describe you and try to come to your hotel room. And we have a guard standing outside your hotel room and down here to make sure that they can't come in. What? What do we yeah. try to come in? Like, he, so like, like, they, I, oh, I love this part of the story out. They kept calling me and calling me and calling me and say they wanted to have an after party. And like, how could I leave them now? It's so much fun. So I think mm. he and his whole posse wanted to come to my hotel and do who knows what to like a young, very young high school graduate. Oh my and God. My dad, Caitlin. I know. <laughs> I really got so <laughs> many. Things. I'm so it's glad you're married. So oh my god! Oh, so, I'm so glad you're in a stable such a place. Slut, uh, too, because I just—it's not even that. I, I like don't even mean people. that. I just—I <laughs> like talking, and so my dad knows me very well, and like he really did completely save me that day because he called them and they were like, "Yes, they have continuously come into the hotel, and we've turned them away multiple times, and now there's security guard in front of your room." And then my friend Abby her phone died and she, no one could get in contact with her. And then she came in the next day was like, we hooked up in his host family's basement. <laughs> I was like, what? Whoa. And she didn't even care. And I had gone through this entire night by myself in my hotel room, then calling my family on the phone long distance from Canada because they were like, are you safe? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> and put shit. a chair against the door and all these things. And I was like, <gasps> ay, ay, ay. <laughs> That's amazing that the hotel put a guard outside your door. It that was seems like really nice. And I think because I think all you had to do was like describe like loud, young, American, very happy to be here. What room number is she in? I mean, yeah, and I yeah, guess if, yeah, if they're yeah, like yeah. these creepy guys, they're like, she told us, you know, we're so sorry we dropped our number. Like she told us to come up there. She's waiting for us. She has a thing. Like, I don't know what. I think this guy said I was also his soulmate and we had only like made out for like 20 minutes. Because I told well, him a, I was an actor, somebody, singer, dancer, like Jennifer Lopez, he said. So I was wow. like, exactly like that. <laughs> 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 I'm exactly like Jennifer Lopez. So yeah. And so wow. I, something happened in his brain that he decided like he and I were going to get it together forever. And so there was like, wow. it was creepy, but also like it was a sense of like long ago like unrequited love that I wasn't a part of, that he was a part of. Wow. Yeah. I love how, uh, I love how this like went from a scam podcast, to just us sharing traumas. <laughs> but you know, what? a lot of times scams can be traumatic. You know a what? lot of scams but it's can also be traumatic. Like, it's so funny because I look at that and I go like each time I was just, I wouldn't want anyone to not go experience a new country, try things on their own. Like I wouldn't, cause I think of like my son and I'm like, fuck, he is going to have shit happen to him. And I don't want him to. And I want him to be, you know, safe always. But I also know, like, he's going to want to travel to wherever he goes, Maine. I mean, pick a place. And he's going to not want his mom <laughs> by his side, you know? And I know he's going to yeah. probably get on the wrong bus or he's going to get nervous or someone's yeah. going to tell him that there's an important phone call and they're going to steal his phone behind it. Like, I know yeah. shit happens. But yeah. I'll say, like, I am so tough in this way where I don't trust any bullshit. Like, I think all those series of things happened and then 
I guess it was I graduated college and it was a big fuck you to everybody. <laughs> like I just was like, we're done. You know, yeah. it's over. So I don't I really don't trust people. And I have quite the street smarts now, but I needed to get that. I needed to have that. For sure. But, but I think that's the attitude you have. You have to have in New York is like, I don't trust yeah. anybody in New York. I don't trust my friends. No, 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 I don't no. trust my coworkers. No. You know, but you're right. I, I do think that was a viable lesson. And like, I think a similar you know, like us, like the way like my two friends were scammed in Vegas was like yeah. very similar to the story I just described. Um, and I wasn't there, but I w- I was thinking like, had I been there, could I have gotten them out of it? Because it was you know, like kind of a similar deal. And I've done um, that before. I'm sure, like, yeah. I'm sure you have, and not even noticed it in other situations. Like, I now am incredibly tough with my friend group, and especially my sister, who's only three years younger, but I feel like she's 17 years younger, like as far as like, I am very protective of her and like, my family members and my parents, even I just I'm very tough now for other people, which and mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. whatever, it's not your fault. And it's also like, I don't know, there's that feeling of strip clubs that uh, maybe strip clubs, I don't know what the situation was there. But there's this idea that, oh, it could be really fun for me. And you never know, like the people in the strip club could be like, we're sick of it being really fun for you guys. You know, like, I don't know what the situation is like, or it was set up by mob. Like you just never know. So that perspective, I hope none of your friends were like injured or longstanding trauma from it, but it's also a perspective that hopefully will be valuable for them. Sadly, yeah. Is I mean, that I weird think to say? it's it is weird, but it's also true. And and they're, they're like just nice boys from Ohio, and they would never really encounter something like this because strip right. clothes in Ohio are like super chill. That's and like, nice. <laughs> you know, it's very just like it's a, it's next to a Kroger's. You know, oh, that's like cute. It's, you know what I mean. Like yeah. you're not getting scammed, buddy. That's okay. Nice. There's no. And even if you get scammed, you get a great deal at the Kroger's next door. I okay? want to go there. I want to go you know, there. I have. I don't. Do you know? Do you know yeah, what I do know what you mean. <laughs> I do know what you mean. But like, yeah, yeah, it's it's this feeling that like, I, as long as no one is, I always, I'm, I don't want any scams against children, grandparents. I hate scams yeah. that and we hate on this. We always talk about this podcast, like medical scams. If so many scams that they're in medical need or pain, and you donate to like sure. a fake GoFundMe. All those are so horrible. Um, yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, you just hope that if somebody you love goes through that, that it's they're not deeply, deeply harmed, but they're also, it's a warning lesson for the future, you know? Yeah. There was like, speaking of medical things, there was like a soccer coach or something at my high school Mm -hmm. who, this is kind of before like GoFundMe and shit. Like, I mean, the internet was around, but it wasn't as easy to set up one of those things like it is now. Yeah. And I guess he had like told people that he had testicular cancer or something. Mm And like we got the whole community on board and we like raised like a shit ton of money. And then he just fucking bounced. Yeah, that's so that crazy. It's so crazy. That must I don't have, know how much it was. That but. must have also been like, how do you li- like it's kids and families that you're doing this to. Yeah. And it's like he's he wasn't a teacher. He was just like, like a coach or like an assistant coach. So I'm that's not really so sure like, how much personal information you had to give. I mean, I don't know. Like you, you, you do have to show your ID to somebody when oh, you get a job. You so. could be a very nice person and then just decide I'm stealing. <laughs> like I think there are yeah, some people who true. just sort of go that's like, true. you know what? Fuck it all. I'm committing this crime. And you're out yeah, of nowhere yeah. that without any record yeah. you know yeah there's a big yeah, yeah, yeah. um we found with our scammers and we talk about this all the time there's a big like fuck you to the man or the person that the scammer feels that they should have known better so it, it could also have been that situation that someone just gets so fed up 
And that's when yeah. they create the scammer con. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah that's that, that's an interesting thing to say. Like, you should have known better. I think mm-hmm. that's, I mean, in a way, like, scamming is really the gambling as in, like, when you keep losing, like, when you lose, like, a blackjack table or something like that, you mm-hmm. think, oh, I almost won. Yes. You know? But you didn't win, right? <laughs> but the almost, but the almost one feeling makes you want to play the next hand. Yeah, and it's like the same thing with scams. You think like, oh, I almost figured it out, but I didn't, and that's why you feel kind of bad about yourself. I think. And I think also like that's why people are fascinated with other people's scams because they're like, oh, that didn't happen to me, but this is what I would have done if it happened. I think it's how people are with like true crime and murder, which I can't. I'm too too much of a wimp for that. <laughs> but people yeah, like think yeah. of their situation in that, and I think. People do that for scams too. They're like, what would I do if I was in that situation? And there's so many waves of emotion. And also there's anger. Like there's so many feelings yeah. there. But what I try to say to any of my friends who've gotten scammed is that this is this is their business. They are waking up. They go to work. They're nine to five. It's not putting in fact numbers in their banking company. It's putting in uh, keywords or a paragraph or sentences that scare people and trigger them. I am... We can wrap up with this last one, but I got a Squarespace email that broke my heart because I got so ahead of it. It was for a speaking gig about cancer prevention, breast cancer prevention, because that's what I speak on. It was in England. They said it was last minute. They're so sorry. Their other speaker canceled. It was the name of the owner of the school. And then it said, um, we'll fly you out. We'll pay your fee and we'll do everything. Like, can't wait to talk to you. And I looked at it and a couple of the grammar things were off and a couple mm. of things were off. And it, but before then I was like, Alan, if I have to go to England, like I'll have to quarantine and you can be with the baby. And, then I, and so I started planning yeah, and yeah, yeah, I have yeah, a very yeah, yeah, yeah. high speaking fee because as you know, like people don't really value comedians um, sure, and their sure. work. And so they'll go like, oh, can you do like 30 minutes? It ends up being an hour and it ends up being yep. so much more work than usual. So I up my speaking fee after writing yep. my book. I was like, okay, I deserve this. So I had calculated all this money in my head, how much it would take to travel, how I could see my family that's in England, like all of these things. And then, and I waited to, and I responded right away and said like, please let me know more about this. Then I, an hour later, I go back and I'm like, Alan, there's a ton of grammatical errors. If this is an owner of a college, why would she reach out to me? Right. I don't think somebody from England would have this kind of grammatical error and say, God bless, like certain things. And he goes, oh, Katie, you're right. It's totally, it's totally fake. <laughs> and they went on my website. They cited my book. They ta- oh, wow. yeah, They found out that I speak overseas. They, this group researched me so hard. And, and then I looked at it and I thought it was a regular website, um, email address, but it was the college's name at gmail.com. Oh, and it was wow. the last thing I checked wow, wow, and it was wow. wrong. But so I blocked them. I blocked the thing from Squarespace. Like I blocked all those things, but I was so excited because I was like, oh my God, it could be some money. We've been at home. Things have been stagnant. I, I like had prepped all this in my mind and I was so happy and they had, they had read my whole website and like were citing things and said like, you know, congratulations. We're so proud of you. Like stuff that like a a con artist, if you're saying I'm brave for talking about cancer prevention, (laughs) then you underhandedly try to steal me. So I didn't follow it through, but I'm sure it would have been, can you buy your ticket or pay for this? 
and then we will we will reimburse you. Reimburse you. Okay, yeah. I was going to ask you how they're going to. It's make always money. a reimbursement. If um, anybody wants to reimburse you, it's a scam. Yeah. Yeah. That is so sad. It was I mean, so I get much it. work. I think as a comedian, if someone says, "Hey, you're hilarious," you're like, "I'll do anything for you. Yeah. I'll take a bullet for you, bro." Right. You know? They're like, "You're hired." I'm like, "For anything? Amazing." <laughs> <laughs> I'm booked. Let me let me, me update my website. Yeah, I got yeah, cast yeah, yeah. in something from a Squarespace website, which you know doesn't do that much usually. So I was like, "Whoa." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow. Isn't that wow. crazy? But also I was like, okay, this is how far they go. So I think that, you know, for people like yourself, like feeling bad, your friends feeling embarrassed and ashamed, this is their business day in and day out. They're not just like, it's not just your friend who's like pranking you. This is what they have studied and sort of done their grad work on to do mm-hmm. expertly. And they're studying you as a person and your human behavior to make that money. Yeah. I mean, this is so crazy. I didn't, when you first asked me to do this podcast, I was like, oh, I have like two scamming stories. But then like, we're just trading scam yeah, stories. Back and and it's stories. like, wow, what a crazy, like New York is so crazy. <laughs> New York is so crazy. We're just trying to get hired to get out of it. <laughs> it's so, so, so crazy. How, how many times people get, try to, try to scam us? Yeah, yeah. The only reason I would have known that that the bottles was a scam was because I had the almost kidnapping scam. Like, because I had had that was when mm-hmm, I would have saw your mm-hmm. bottles and been like, huh. That's, you know, and you had enough experience to be like, no, this is shady. Like, yeah, you have yeah. to have those terrible things or you don't or you just can like enjoy your life like your friends do and just not go on these Vegas trips and just trust your <laughs> wife that it's not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Be really, like, I'm just trying to imagine you like, you know, if, if the bottle guy appro- approached you. And you're just like, I bought a piece of shit art for a hundred dollars. So fuck off, dude. I'd like, like, do you just want like, a painting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like really getting the personal shit. Or like, I also no. would be like, I go like, well, where's your mom right now? Like I get very motherly and I'm like, is yeah, your grandmother yeah, yeah, okay? Yeah. Like I turn it on them. Like, are you feeling okay? Yeah. Like very motherly. And then yeah. nice. So I hope, you know, your listeners uh, can listen to this and, 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 and kind of navigate the world better. Guys, let us do it for you. Whew, it's A lot of the shit sounds so obvious when you tell the story, but when you're in it, again, you're in that like weird like, you are. dream and you're like, you can't escape it. Because there's so much coaxing and there's so much comforting. And I do believe that there is a sort of an answer to every question. Like even when you mm-hmm. were there in mm-hmm. Japan, they're like, oh no, it's this thing. Oh no, it's that thing. Oh no. Like yep. I'm sure that they were constantly yep. reassuring you and they know you reassure the person to get them to walk into this situation x y and z and oh that answer to everything is like so fucking real man i i bought a i I bought an iphone of craigslist once and Mm -hmm. like i from this we met at a starbucks Mm -hmm. and i just knew it was like so shady and he had an iphone and he was texting me first of all he you know those like I don't know if they exist anymore, but you know, it's like little key things that you put on the side of the iPhone to like take out the SD yes, card. Yes, I didn't even. Okay, he he had a bunch on his fucking key car ring? keys. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you just you don't have nobody has That's nobody's walking shady. around, right? That's... So I was like, what is that? And he's like, he's he's like, I've got a lot of kids, and I'm like, oh, okay. <gasps> That's. Not... I was like, I don't. And then and then, but then I was like, yeah, I guess like some yeah, my dad does that. No, he doesn't. But I was but like, you know what I mean? I'm like, kids. You're also like, is that the new thing? Is that the new? Yeah, kid yeah, thing? yeah. I'm like, he's a, he's a family man. I can't get mad at him. <laughs> and and then I noticed that when he was texting. Texting me, he has an iPhone, but his his text is showing up as green. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that means they have like a burner app. There's like a burner phone yes. app, and they're texting from a fake number. So I was like, I was like, oh, why is your text green? You have an iPhone. He's like, I turn off iMessage, and I was like, oh, okay. I like believe it. I believe all these things are an happening. Answer. And and also they're yeah. incredibly confident. And also, exactly, you're not the first person they did this to. So you should never feel for anybody who's being who has been scammed. It, you're not the first person. Like you're not the first person who 
was a young person curious about walking by yourself alone in Japan. Like it's, yeah, it is yeah, a yeah, common yeah. thing of like the, they find the basic thing, like a young girl walking by herself in Penn Station. I wasn't the first one, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. so it's like you do, it sucks because you don't want to appear like a caricature of yourself or some trope. But in that moment, yeah, yeah all the cards kind of filed in line and you were sort of that person yeah, at that moment. Yeah. And that's okay. You're just human. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. It's great. Wow. <laughs> wow i didn't uh this, is, this has been well now we're nice. best friends for me okay. <laughs> you friends. know so much about me i'm so happy <laughs> what, a, what a ride this has been what i really thought I, I really thought we were gonna be like gonna sharing be scam easy. stories being like oh we were so stupid and now we're just now we got serious we're like it's not your fault you it know, isn't though it isn't though but yeah. also it guys if you had any fun during this which i hope you did please follow fumi and his amazing podcast asian on asian because i really love it and it's good it's really good i love what you guys are talking about and it's really fucking important i think thank you yeah definitely definitely check it out yeah. uh i'm also on instagram check me out yes. at the fumiabe if you have an instagram would love to hear from uh people who've gone through similar scam experiences as us yes guys and you can dm us of course on scam podcast uh, you can call, email us on scam podcast at gmail.com and you can send me anything if you want to get to Fumi. We will send it to him as well. <laughs> you can go Amazing. through us. <laughs> well, thank you so <laughs> much. Thank you so much. I love this. This is great. Thanks for having me. Well, awesome. Thank you so much again. I really appreciate it. This was so fun. Yeah, this is great. Thanks for having me. Of course. Of course. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.